Good morning. Welcome to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. I'm president of Day Fox Design Build Remodelers. And Jamie is here with me, of course. Jamie, yes. how are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing well, Gary. How yeah. are you? What are you president of, Jamie? Um, just my family. Your family? Your yeah. presidency is uh, Oscar, the CEO. Uh, yeah. No, I'm the CEO. <laughs> okay. He's the CFO. Okay, gotcha. He's also the CRO. Which is? The chief returns officer. Returns? <laughs> yeah, I make him do all the returns. <laughs> I do the purchasing and procurement, and he does all the returns. <laughs> wow, that's pretty handy, Jamie. Yeah, how, it's, a good, it's a good role. I highly recommend it. teach all the other ladies how to train their husbands to do that. I know, right? Okay. It's been a lot of work. <clears throat> Ugh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if you want to remodel your family, talk to Jamie. If you want to remodel <laughs> your house, then... Talk to both of us, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go, yeah. So what are we talking about today, Jamie? So today we're kind of going through the home remodeling steps. What the steps that it takes to get through a remodeling process, okay. the order that they all go, how to kind of organize and plan for your renovation. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you, when you talk about the order and the steps that things go in. Yeah. In a perfect world, yeah, they would go exactly as you have them planned. But in remodeling, I'm not even sure if that ever happened once in my <laughs> life. But Well, this is kind of generally speaking, but I think if you've never seen like been involved in a renovation, you never mm -hmm. lived through it as a child or as an adult or known anyone that has gone through it, it can be kind of a daunting process of sure. of where to begin, how how it all happens, um, things like that. I actually I never experienced remodeling until I came into the remodeling industry. Yeah. My yeah. parents, they just always moved oh, really? <laughs> when it was time to remodel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they would be like, oh, this is kind of getting dated. Let's move. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they moved every time hmm. um, it was time to remodel. Okay. And uh, which was about every 10 years. They move every 10 years. Wow. Think of all the fun they missed out on. Just I know. But oddly enough, I feel like now I've kind of opened their eyes to remodeling. Okay. And th this oh. home, they're about to hit 10 years in and they've actually started doing some things. Wow. So what do you know? Look at that. Okay. So I think it's more daunting than people realize. Yeah. <clears throat> so a plan is really important. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. So plans are important and sequences, certain sequences can't be changed. Like you can't install countertops before you install the cabinets, right? Right. Yeah. That wouldn't, wouldn't work so well. Right. So some things have to go in perfect order. Other things you can mix around a little bit if the need arises. And yeah. You know, the remodeling business is really so much of it is subject to, uh, so many different things. I mean, mm -hmm. material availability, uh, what if a, a product comes and doesn't function correctly? What if die lot numbers are different on the tile and you get stuck with that? I mean, there's a million things that can happen that'll just yeah. throw a monkey wrench in things. And you have to adapt to that and kind of switch up your plan a little bit uh, within the parameters that you can. Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, for a consumer, the, it all, all those kind of <clears throat> what ifs and things that can go wrong can be a little terrifying but i think for us that see remodeling get done every single day mm -hmm. um and live have lived through all of those trials and tribulations that come along with it they seem i don't know more minor 
I think because we know it'll work out in the end. We know we'll come to a solution. We know we'll fix it. We That's know, true. you know, like we know that. So that part's not a worry. <laughs> Getting the consumer to know that. to us, it's major. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, yeah, when we're scared, be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I think truly, um, you know, like when I was, when we were looking at homes or when I have friends looking at homes and, just kind of like, well, you can always, you know, down the road, just bump that wall out or, you know, just get rid of that wall. Mm -hmm. They're like, you make it sound so simple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, in the long run, when you're talking about living in a home for 30 years, it is, you yeah. know, it's a, just a blip. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like having a baby, you know, going through the process. It's, there's a short period of pain, but after yeah. that, there's years and years of happiness. And while you're going through it, it certainly doesn't feel short. Until the kids <laughs> reach their teenage years. Yes, right. <laughs> Which you have coming up. Oh, no, I got no, a couple years. I got a 10-year-old. Yeah. You got so a ways. I got know. a couple years, yes. Yeah. Although we have full-blown, like, tween. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. no mom is no longer what I am. Oh, really? No, I'm bro. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. I won't right, respond bro. to it. <laughs> All right. All right, bro. What should we... So with kind of those home remodeling steps, you know, planning and design is always what's going to come first. Mm -hmm. And kind of figuring out how those planning and design steps work, you know, really establishing a budget is crucial. Sure. Um, and it it's one of the harder phases of the process just because... What you think or want something to cost is typically not what it's going to cost. And kind of figuring out what that is is hard because you can call five different contractors and get five completely different expectations mm -hmm. of budget. Mm -hmm. And understanding what that includes and does not include is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Because it's not that the wood we buy is more expensive than the wood they buy. It's different wood. It's maybe a different quality. And maybe it includes different services with it, you know? And so getting the understanding of, of why the budgets are different um, from different types of contractors. Yeah, I like to use the analogy of <clears throat> like buying a cooler sink mm -hmm. for your kitchen. Yeah. You can price it all over the world and find the cheapest price, have it shipped to you, and you're going to have a cooler sink. Yeah. With remodeling, it is completely different. Mm -hmm. It's so complex. You can price a remodeling project by <clears throat> 10 different contractors and you have 10 different prices. Yeah. But they're all going to be different mm -hmm. and in some cases extremely different. Well, and even with the Kohler sink example, at the end of the day, if all goes smoothly, great. But if it gets lost in shipping or it comes and it's damaged, whoever you bought that through is going to really matter on how much they stand behind their process yeah. and product and things like that. And so, you know, and it's the same with remodeling. I mean, how much is the contractor going to stand behind their work if the issue comes up with the tile coming from two different dye lots? Do mm -hmm. they handle that? Do they take care of that? Or yeah. do they just install it and you live with it? Yeah. Um, and what are you okay with? And what is your expectation? And so all of those kind of things actually play into the budget because mm -hmm. there's a cost associated with mm -hmm. that, right? Yep. Um, and so... You know, doing your due diligence, not only on the internet, of course, there's tons of information on there, quite frankly, too much information. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, use your resources, ask your friends, ask your realtors, um, you know, anybody you know that's done remodeling or knows anybody in the industry is a great mm -hmm. place to start. Um, and then reviews, you know, reviews are a really good place to start and 
most of the time for a company like a contractor, they're going to be pretty authentic Mm -hmm. um, reviews and reading through those and also taking some of them with a grain of salt. I mean, there's a few types of people that typically fill out a review. Someone extremely happy, someone extremely mad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And more often than not, that indifferent person doesn't leave a review. Yeah. Um, So kind of you got to take it all with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering in my head, if you went to chat GPT and said, what remodeler lean company would you use in Columbus, Ohio? I just mm-hmm. wonder what it would say. Yeah. You I don't know. Try that out. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be the point where even chat GBT is, you know, everything's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. So paying for chat GBT to recommend you is bound to be. <laughs> so are you going to do that, Jamie? I mean, probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> only because I really do think that we should be the recommendation, <laughs> but I mean, that's, it's true. It, mm-hmm. You can pay for all of that. So, yeah. you know, if you ask Google or you ask Alexa, you know, or you ask Siri, you know, to recommend somebody, mm-hmm. it's, those recommendations aren't going to be as valid as your neighbor, Joe. Yeah. You know, they're just not. Yep. That's but, true. So if Joe writes a review, you can trust it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have a lot of reviews uh, through Guild Quality. Yeah. And uh, which is a third party company. So I think that's trustworthy too, don't you? Oh, actually, I think Guild Quality is fantastic. Yeah. I use it for other things as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. You're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We're going to take a break. We will be right back. Good morning. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We are talking today about these uh, planning steps for a remodel. Yeah. Steps to plan. Yeah, the steps for planning and going through a remodel. Yeah. Kind of where that roller coaster takes you. <laughs> a roller coaster. <laughs> yes, there is a remodeling roller coaster. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Certainly. You know, we were just talking about Guild Quality. Um, and it's a review platform. Um, it's one that we use, and there's a f- several other contractors in town and across the country that use it as well. And one thing I really like about it is it makes you sign off on multiple times a year. You have to like ensure that you are surveying all of your customers. Oh. Um, and so you can't be cherry picking customers. Yeah. And I think that that's a really cool you know, regulation that they have is mm-hmm. that you have to commit to surveying all of your customers. It need, they really want it to be an authentic surveying system. And it's honestly because of what I know about it on the back end is mm-hmm. why I've used it before too. Yeah. You know what I can say, I think without question is if you read a bunch of surveys and they are all 100% plus, 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 there's something wrong. Yeah. Okay. Because the best company in the world is going to have somebody that's really mad at them. Well, yeah, because some people are just mad. Yeah, that's true. Or <laughs> before you even sometimes work the with best them. company in the world can screw up and make people mad. That too. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. So, yeah, if, I mean, I, I'm not afraid of negative reviews that we get. Yeah. It's reality. I mean, we're not perfect. We make mistakes, and we also work for clients who can be unreasonable. Yeah. So that's the real world, and I think people are used to that. I think. Um, Everybody can tolerate a few negative reviews if, yeah. if the vast majority of them is positive and, and looks sincere and real. Yeah. And we actually have a page on our website, you know, that is why us, you know, why people choose us. Mm-hmm. And the why is actually 
from all of our surveys is what people say continuously. If you read through them, there's mm -hmm. a very continual theme mm -hmm. about our quality, our professionalism, you know, our clean environment that we leave for mm -hmm. the sake of remodeling yeah. um, and things like that. But you do see common trends when you're reading reviews if they're accurate, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Certain themes. You can't be the best at everything. No. Um, I read this book, The Myth of Excellence, and, <laughs> and it was they were saying there's five outstanding traits of a company, and you can't be outstanding at every single one of them. <laughs> you just yeah. can't do it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's true for people too, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> can't yeah. be good at everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the plan, the budget and kind of working through figuring out what type of contractor you want or need is, are going to be your first steps. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to be kind of your own project manager and piecemealing things together, or if you need somebody full service, mm -hmm. um, if you need design help, that's another area of kind of knowing that up front is, is helpful. And it's a interesting thing because a lot of people that have a good eye and really liked home design and maybe it's a hobby of theirs assume they don't need an interior designer, mm -hmm. um, but they forget about the, the details that an interior designer is able to provide with, I mean, cabinetry measurements, tile, and including, you know, any additional that you might need to plan for and just mm -hmm. their knowledge that they bring on products. Um, yeah, there really is a lot more to interior design work than just picking out a product and making it look pretty. I mean, yeah. There's a ton of work behind the scenes. So much. I mean, yeah. the amount of detail that they do just never ceases to amaze me. Mm -hmm. And like all the little, the little, little measurements that they have to think of and consider in everything that they do. Yeah. Because they ordered something wrong before and they learned from that one. Yes. <laughs> I think I've made about every mistake there is to make, knock on wood. <laughs> Shame on me if I make them twice, which yeah. I have done. I got to confess a couple times, but anyways. Okay. So we're talking about planning. Yes. Where do we, where do we start with planning? Budget. Yeah. Okay. So we did budget and now we're, you know, figuring out that designer or builder mm -hmm. that you're going to be working with um, and getting connected. Yeah. And then the next step, really, after you figure out that budget and design and you've established your design of what you're going to do, which is bigger than the sentence that we're saying about it. But yeah. really, once you've established all of that, you then move into the permitting phase of the process. Right. Um, and permits, depending on where you're at, can really impact a lot of the decisions on your project. Um, you know, certain regulations and, and lot sizes and area of the lot that you can take up and, you know, changing of windows, things like that can be a big impact. And yeah. sometimes you'll need a variance. There's certain hotspots and permits where it's like they're restrictive uh, to the client's detriment mm -hmm. or to you know, that they're something that they can't do that they want to do. Yeah. A lot of times it would be um, the lot size and all the parameters and zoning and mm -hmm. where you can build, where you can't, how much you can build, yeah. how much ground can you cover. So somebody may want to build an addition and it gets too close to the property line or maybe it's covering more square f feet on that lot than the zoning allows. Yeah. So that's can be offensive to clients. I mean, it's like, Hey, this is my house. I paid for it. Why can't I do what I want? I know. Well, and even, I mean, even an HOA has really oh, yeah, specific sure. rules. Oh, yeah. And I'm actually on the design review board for my HOA where oh, I live. Good for you. And we were rewriting it recently because yeah. 
Well, you know, there's always one problem child, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get one problem child and you got to rewrite things. Yeah. And that's really what's happened with the permitting too, right? Mm -hmm. the, the goal is to, you know, set a bar that is high enough that no one does anything really offensive to detrimental to the kind of integrity of the neighborhood, mm -hmm. but low enough that people feel like it's their home and they can do what they want. And it's a tough it's tough to navigate. I mean, even working through it, trying to rewrite it, it's been a challenge for our neighborhood. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, it is. And I can think of like uh, finishing attic space. There's certain requirements on how much, how high the ceiling is and what percentage of the ceiling is that height. So <clears throat> that could kind of encumber someone that wants to add more space, maybe for storage or a bedroom or whatever. Yeah. And they're limited by by some of those things uh windows and the types of windows you use like in historic areas mm -hmm. very critical yeah uh, so some of that stuff <clears throat> some homeowners homeowners may appreciate it others probably hate it <laughs> yeah because it is restrictive mm -hmm. um, and the intention is a good one you know to make sure everything is consistent and that you don't have a ridiculous looking house in a nice neighborhood. Yep. But uh, some of them, you know, can be a little extensive too. Yeah, but no, I mean, it is hard. And I think, you know, our, our situation that we've kind of realized is that if it's not really specifically written in there, your, your opportunity to do anything about it is kind of gone. So you have to be really be specific in there mm. um, for things like that. So... It's a tough, tough kind of thing because it's pros and cons, right? Just like everything. Yep. But once you do get through the permitting mm -hmm. process and through your HOA and through zoning and kind of all of that, those bits and pieces and everything's approved and you've moved on to ordering everything and, and you're kind of, now you're really in it. You're in the process. You're getting started. Got the green light to build. Got the green light. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's being ordered. Now it's time for demo. Okay. Which is... Exciting. Yeah. It is an exciting demo time. Demo really is, unless you're doing it, which I hate doing demo personally. Right. <laughs> but it, I mean, a lot gets done quickly. Yeah. Walls get torn out. Cabinets get ripped out. Mm -hmm. Floors get ripped out. Yeah. Demo does go quick. And it's very exciting because you know change is coming. Mm -hmm. um, so tearing down walls. You it's know, fun for doing, kids to watch. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing a full gut job, things like that. Um, and, or if you're, you know, if you are doing a, an addition, you know, you're going to start digging, yeah. digging a big old, big old hole, mm -hmm. tearing up some stuff, really making some mud yep. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, kind of going through that. But after you get through the demo, um, you know, a part of our process anyway, is really the cleanup after the demo and getting everything really kind of tidied up to start the next phase. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, demo is one of those things that creates dust and dirt. And, you know, we put up barriers. We put uh, negative air systems in to help minimize it as much as we can. But yeah. dust finds a way, and mm -hmm. it is a mess. Mm -hmm. People have to grit their teeth to get through that. Hang on. We'll be right back. And you're listening to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. I'm the president of a great company, Day Fox Remodeling. Company Day Fox. A lot of people wonder. Well, is there a Day Fox? Was there a Day Fox? Yes, he was our founder. And Dave uh, built homes in the late '60s and '70s. 
And in the early 80s, when interest rates were absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> Dave started the Dave Fox Remodeling Company. And um, Dave ran the company till, let's see, I became vice president in 2000 and president in 2004. Dave retired in 2005. <clears throat> During that f period of time, we became an employee-owned company. So Dave is retired, living in Florida, enjoying his retirement. Really actually has nothing to do with the company anymore. It was completely sold to the employees. So, uh, but yet we've retained the great name of Dave Fox because it's got a great reputation in town, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a well-known name. It's funny because we get so many um, phone calls asking to speak to, oh, you know, is Gary Fox there or is, <laughs> is Dave Demos there? Yeah. Or, <laughs> I've even gotten Jamie Fox before. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, all, all especially the males, all the males in the office, yeah. either their last name or their first name gets switched for yeah. Dave or Fox yeah. all the time, yeah. <laughs> which I always think is fun. Yep. But, okay. Yeah. So where are we at in our discussion, Jamie? All right. So kind of back to where we started here. The We signed a contract and usually at that contract, we then schedule about two weeks out for your first selections meeting, one to two weeks out, just depending. And in that first selections meeting, what you can expect to really focus on is a couple of things. Kind of that overall vibe, color scheme, look, and cabinetry. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of the big first decisions that get done. If, if this is a kitchen. If this is yeah. a kitchen. Mm -hmm. Presumably we're just doing a kitchen because okay. there's the most decisions I think in a kitchen. You know, okay. in addition, isn't it as exciting <laughs> with the with the selections, you know? Oh, Do you want this roof shingle okay. or that roof shingle? <laughs> At least for me, I guess I don't get excited by roof shingles. Mm, all right. Although we did have one that did the slate like hexagon roof yeah. shingles. That I mean, oh, you like exciting that? roof okay. shingles, yeah. All right. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So kitchen, as far as process goes, I think is an easy one to kind of explain through the process. Mm -hmm. So okay. starting out with that color scheme and and cabinetry. Um, a couple things happen there. So along the way through, you know, your retainer process, you might've had a design meeting, you've had your final presentation meeting, and then to your designer, based on conversations that they've had with you and images that you've already shared with them, they kind of have an idea in their head already of kind of a direction that they mm -hmm. might go. And in that first meeting, they might have they might have one direction if you, they know for sure you want a white cabinet, et cetera. Or if you're kind of torn between adding a different colored island or doing something different, they might have a couple color schemes out there for you and a few different door styles for you to choose from. And with that, there's a lot of decisions with that. Um, a lot of them are made before you even make them just based on your budget. Um, and then also some existing things that you might have in your home. If you have a lot of golden oak, for example, mm -hmm. that's not going to be changing. You're going to want to take that into account with your new kitchen or bathroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. So things like that, some decisions, so to speak, are already made for you um, or narrowed down for you. And then, but you're, you know, even with cabinetry, there's a lot of different types of cabinetry. There's the inset, there's the overlay, there's full overlay. There's one more, isn't there? What am I missing? Uh, yeah, inset and full overlay and traditional overlay. Traditional overlay? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, 
you know, and then there's all the, there's a raised panel, no panel, there's just a million options Mm -hmm. really. And each one, each style kind of gives a different feel to the home. So if you're going to have a really, really modern contemporary home, you're probably not going to do an inset cabinet, for example. But if you're in an, you know, an old house in Upper Arlington, inset cabinetry would be beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, That's gonna be a little bit more traditional and timeless, thing like that. So again, your budget is gonna depict some of those decisions for you, but kind of going through those and talking about drawer styles and if you have a frame on the drawer, if it's just flat or all those types of decisions and what they all mean Mm -hmm. for your kitchen. Mm So it's a big meeting. Lots of, it's a, that's a big part of your kitchen is the cabinetry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's one of the permanent items that you design other things around. Yeah. So it's not like the old Kohler commercial where the, the woman brought a faucet in and said, build my house around the faucet, right? <laughs> we don't typically <laughs> do that. It's uh, the big things, countertops, cabinets, flooring. Those are permanent items that go in that have a very significant impact on how the whole area yeah. looks. Yeah. And one thing with remodeling, I would say, I don't know, maybe 50% of the time, if we're doing flooring and let's say the whole first floor is hardwood, we're Mm -hmm. typically matching. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we're refinishing all of it. And then, you know, that discussion has to come up as well. But a lot of times we're matching existing, Mm -hmm. um, which we talked about a few weeks ago. It's just a really cool process. But Okay. So as the client is working through these selection meetings with their interior designer, Meanwhile, uh, behind the scenes, we are working on uh, ordering materials and mobilizing things, getting permits, uh, the the processing done. So we've got, you know, Brenda in the office who takes care of all that stuff, which is really nice. Yeah. We have zoning issues. homeowner association issues, a lot of that's already been worked through. But now that the job is sold, we're ordering materials, and that's really important. Windows and doors are taking forever right now. Mm-hmm. 14 to 16 weeks Jeez. for windows. Wow. Uh, cabinets, 14, 16, up to 24 weeks for cabinets, which is a very long time. So this is really delaying our starting of projects. Um, but it kind of emphasizes the need to get these things decided as early as possible so that we can get them on order and just start the clock ticking. Uh, so the selections meeting, traditionally, we are ready, you know, we'll work through selections meetings and get a few other things done and get the permit drawings. And we, in the past, will be ready to get started. Well, yeah. That's not the way it is today because of all the material delays. So we're doing a lot of work up front. Uh, and getting things decided as quickly as possible so we can get them ordered. And then mm-hmm. we have that lag time where we're waiting before we start the project. Yeah. How would you feel about that right now? If, if, if you had to wait, you know, you pick all these things out and you're excited. Now you just have to wait on the cabinets to come. Yeah, I think that would be really hard. Um, I think to... For myself, probably, I would be worried because I am such a researcher that I wouldn't stop researching if I changed something. <laughs> yeah, we take your <laughs> I'd computer be a terrible client. I would be the worst client. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know the cameras have been in order for 12 weeks now, but I want to change. <laughs> but 
I was thinking. No, I don't think I'd change anything. But you know, it's true. The more you sit on something and think about it, it's, you know, time is not in your favor in that sense. Um, it's with any decision, sometimes mm -hmm. being put on a deadline of like, okay, you only have till today to make that decision is a good thing. And then you live with it tomorrow. That's okay. You can accept that. Yeah. As long as it's not so hasty that you make the wrong decision. Then. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it just happening quickly. You can kind of live with it. You don't keep looking or anything yeah. like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think that that would be really hard, especially, you know, as seasons change and you're hosting guests and you know, you, every time you host people, you're like, oh, I just can't wait to have that new kitchen. Or, you know, the, mm -hmm. the frustrations get escalated times 10, you yeah. know, in that waiting period when you know the new kitchen's coming or the new whatever is coming, mm -hmm. that waiting period is really long and hard. <laughs> yep. But you know what? When it's over, it's all worth it. Oh, it makes then, it more worth it. Then you're super excited about entertaining or your family enjoying the new space and using that new kitchen. That's when it's really fun and the wait is over and that will happen. But you're going to have to wait for us to come back in just a minute. You're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas and Jamie Braslavsky here, of course. So Jamie, today, we're, this is segment four. Mm -hmm. We've been planning this kitchen project or whatever we're doing, room addition. Yep. We've got the permits. We've done the demo work. We've done the rough mechanicals. We have drywall on the walls. Now what do we do? Yeah. So we've got the drywall up, it's taped, it's mudded, it's sanded, all the things. Now we gotta kind of prime the walls and get them ready for paint. Yeah. Um, and any other kind of finishes, work in the flooring, uh, depending okay. on what we're doing there, yeah. can be a challenging part of the process. You know, oftentimes if we're refinishing hardwood floors, for example, we might be re refinishing the entire first floor. Yeah. Um, and depending on how much of your first floor might have hardwood, you might need to go on a little vacation for a couple of days. Well, not only that, but also the fumes from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are, there's the lacquer-based uh, product and then the uh, water-based. Yeah. So the water-based product, which has improved to the point where it's, I think, just as durable as the old urethane mm -hmm. finishes. Anyhow, it has less odor, but still it's odor in the house and you really need to vacate the house. If we're doing a large portion of flooring, you just need to get out of there for three or four days. Yeah. And it can be a tough thing too, because you know, a lot of times clients hear that and they think, oh, we'll plan a vacation around that week. Mm -hmm. And you know, that might be four months from now. <laughs> and uh, you might not want to plan a vacation for that very specific week right. because things can the shift. chances of us hitting that yeah. are really, really slim. <laughs> It's uh, so, you know, you got to be careful. I wouldn't plan too big around it, but just know that you'll need to make accommodations at that time. Yeah. Um, but definitely is it can be chance and you have to really move all the furniture out um, at that time and everything like that. That's a so major inconvenience. If you just can't walk through your house, I mean, you can't get anywhere. That's, yeah. You just don't want to be there. It is. It's major for sure. Um, it's even hard on the people working in there because, mm -hmm. you know, once they finish a certain area, it's, you can't get on there until that material is dry. Yeah. So if you left your hammer or saw on the countertop. I mean, bad. or any little morsel of, you know, dust getting mm -hmm. into it. And it, it's definitely an art form of a process, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so flooring, w refinishing wood, you know, toothing in new wood too, yeah. um, can be 
I actually think that part of the process is really cool to watch when they too thin to match yeah. existing. Mm-hmm. I love when it's like not finished yet because you can kind of just see where all it's been toothed in and how they did it. And mm-hmm. that is a really, that one's cool to watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, then once all that's kind of buttoned up, whether it's tile, um, hardwood, LVP, LVT has all been very popular, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, even done some cork floors. Yeah. And now the LVTs, the luxury vinyl tiles and planks, and even the the, the uh, laminate covered flooring, that's nice because it, there's no you know the finish is done. And yeah. You put the there's product no cure down. time. <laughs> if it's glued down, you can't be walking right on it. But if it's a loose lay or uh, glued joints, yeah. Then I mean you can walk right across it right after you put it on. So that's kind of handy. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, but then after that, you kind of move into, if it's a kitchen or whatever, you'll be moving into the cabinetry, mm-hmm. which is another really exciting yeah. part of the process, right? When you see these cabinets that you picked out months ago, mm-hmm. finally coming into your home, um, that can be exciting too. And, and watching, depending on you know which way that got built and things like that, I always think it's really cool, the gang built cabinetry mm-hmm. that we'll do sometimes and how that gets installed. And I've heard so many stories of it having to come in through a window Oh. Just because it's too big to make the turns through yeah. the home, especially on the kind of smaller, yeah, older homes. Yeah, you could homes. be handling an eight-foot or nine-foot long section. Yeah. Um, but that's an exciting part of the process. And when it really starts to just come together, mm-hmm. you know, now you kind of are getting a taste of why you're doing all this. Yeah. <laughs> why, you're, why you're putting yourself through this. Um, and appliances, you know, hopefully are getting delivered around this time. Sometimes yeah. not for a long time. <laughs> It's funny about, you know, I think most all of our material, the supply streams have gotten back to normal except appliances. Appliances, yeah. They are still taking it. Windows, I feel like sometimes on occasion have still been a little longer. But yeah, appliances are definitely what we're still seeing the most delay on or those, you know, nine month waits, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. But... That's why, you know, going back to the beginning where we're talking about planning and budget, picking out your appliances back at that beginning phase is another good yeah, good kind of tidbit. Get them ordered as early as possible. For sure. They also impact so much of the design. Yeah. I was just talking to a woman a few days ago that we finished her kitchen probably <clears throat> three months ago, and then she just had her refrigerator delivered. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is... That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, but they are a big impact in the space too, especially yep. we have so many clients that have had to have kind of temporary ranges, you know, these little, little ranges and these big openings. And yeah. once they get that big one in there, it just really is the cherry on top. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the cabinets go in, they, they look, kind of naked because there's no countertop on them. So right. you're seeing the raw, uh, you know, the, the top edges that are unfinished. Yeah. And you're looking down in a box that is normally, you can't see any of that. Mm-hmm. You just see all the finished parts. Yeah. So the cabinetry goes in, that's cool. And then they measure for the tops, which are going to take three or four weeks to yeah. get. Yeah. So you're living for quite a while with just looking at the cabinets in there. And, yeah. And when the countertop goes on, it's it's like amazing. Yes. Because then it's like a real kitchen. A real thing. Yeah. There. Well, also, you know, something I never 
thought about or realized um, until I've seen it so often is all the leveling that goes underneath mm-hmm. all the cabinets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see it all around the whole kitchen, all these little leveling pieces here and there and everything mm-hmm. like that before the trim gets put on. And it's just amazing. I'm like, Does all that just live under there forever? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's a combination of little shims to hold a cabinet up slightly or trimming the bottom of the cabinet where uh-huh. the floor is rising too much. So yeah. sometimes you'll have both of those going on just depending on how much uh, out of level the floor is. Yeah, absolutely. But no, countertops definitely are a big, big one. Um, especially when, you know, you might have an island that the countertop defines a lot of the shape, mm-hmm. you know, um, or it might be an overhang or things like that sure. where it's really not the whole footprint until you get that countertop in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is. It's a very exciting part of the process. And I think then all the final finishing touches, you know, the hardware is a big one, too, because it can really change the look of a kitchen yeah, um, or a bathroom. The backsplash tile is another big one that changes, completely mm-hmm. changes the look of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, all the lighting going in, things like that, yeah. you know, your hood, um, faucets, all that kind of finished stuff, anything going up, you know. If you're doing any sort of wall treatment beyond um, like a backsplash tile, maybe you have wallpaper going in, mm-hmm. that can make a huge impact in the space. And so all those kind of finishes on top are, are really what pull it all together. They are. The finishes, just by the nature of the word, finish means um, extra care, more detailed installation. So this is all the final products, mm-hmm. like the backsplash tile, the wall covering, the final yeah. paint. All that stuff is detail work, and it takes time. Yeah. And it is, you know, now that the countertops are on, and you think, wow, man, we're almost ready to move yeah. into this kitchen or whatever. <laughs> we must be getting done well, early. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, because all the finish work, all hanging all the lights, uh, hanging all the electrical devices, just takes a lot of time to mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Yeah. And you're also having to do it all with so much more care, yeah. you know, because installing the backsplash tile, now you're working around brand new cabinetry, brand new countertops. Yeah. You know, you have to be just careful in general yeah. as you're working through that. So, yeah. And the finish crown molding and all the minor joints. But then you get to enjoy it for years to come. And Absolutely. It was all worth it. That's right. It will be all worth it in the end. Yes. Okay. So we uh, want to invite everybody to go to our website, stayfox.com. We have a lot of information. Really a lot of what we've shared here today is on the website. Yeah. Uh, a lot of photographs of projects. We have uh, information on them, like budget ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, and I the was, year that they were done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we appreciate you listening. We will be back here next Sunday morning at 8.